Welcome to the Metapod, the earliest recording Pokemon TCG podcast that revolves around the evolving meta. I'm currently looking for a new partner because uh, Sean told me to get up at 7 a.m., but he's got his mug here today. So I guess maybe I guess maybe I can keep it for another week. He does have a Pokemon mug. I do not have a Pokemon mug. So I guess I'm fired on that. Sean, how are you doing this morning? I'm good. You have a you have a dad mug, right? Yes, I have a dad mug. It's all about fishing. Oh, Jake. My dad is a big like hunter fisher guy. Jake. I try to show it to everybody on the YouTube, but it says <laughs> work is just something I do in between fishing trips. So he's a big, he's a big like fisherman, hunter type guy. So it's it's my favorite mug. It's my favorite mug that my dad has. Oh, Jake, check check your mic settings. I'm just, you know what? We're gonna keep this in the pod. Skype, I will We're say this. this in the pod. I just I just realized it's early in the morning. I normally catch this. Skype has a bad habit of resetting mic settings chat. So um, maybe Jake's voice will come back even more. Beautiful. How does this sound? Oh, much better. Okay, cool. Yeah, there we go. I wish I could hear myself for like, so like Skype gives like a preview um, before you jump into the room and it'll show a preview of your camera, but it won't show a preview of like what your mic is. Yeah, it doesn't show a preview of what the mic is, but it shows a preview of like whether or not it can hear you, maybe. Uh but I think so. But that doesn't that doesn't help me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's Skype Skype have problem. Skype has it's many early. problems. It's yeah. early. But we do have we do have some things that we know have gone on in the Pokemon trading card game in the last week. First, Sean, though, we do have to talk about the coolest thing that you can do in uh, to support the Metapod, and that is leave a five-star review. So Sean wants to read this week. Mm-hmm. Sean, give it away. What, uh, what, is our, what is our wonderful review this week? We did get another review, so thank you so much to whoever left the new review. Yeah, uh, this review, though, is from Seasick Panda. Great podcast. Hey, I just found this podcast, and I love it. I've listened to meta podcasts about other games, usually mobile, in the past, and it feels right at home. My son recently became interested in the Pokemon TCG, and I decided to get into it with him, at least to start helping him understand the game. I've never played, I never played when younger, but it was always interested, and I'm taking the chance to be good at, to be a good dad and do something I want at the same time. My only hope for the podcast would be an occasional episode or even one that can be referred back to later on that helps people just getting started in the game. Good idea. Uh, if that already exists, please forgive my poor research. As a brand new player, I can't keep tra- track of all the different generations and which ones are legal, uh, which ones aren't, what they're worth potentially, or even a good reference to start at. I've gone to the TCG website and stuff like that. It seems to be buried in rule books that I struggle to get through without trying to pull that information from as well. Anyway, great podcast. Keep up the good work. I hope you enjoy making it as much as we do listening. I think probably after celebrations, because after celebrations, there'll be a little lull period. Mm -hmm. Um, So maybe then we would be able to create something. But for now, if you're you're impatient and maybe want to get to something now, I think Celios Network on YouTube has like a really good playlist and series of videos dedicated to new players. He's one of the bigger Pokemon TCG content creators on YouTube and also streams on Twitch. Um, He's a personal friend of ours. So I highly recommend uh, his videos 
um, can really help you out, especially with a lot of the stuff getting into it at the very beginning. But um, we could totally like bring someone on in the future, like after celebrations and stuff. And that kind of cools down a little bit mm -hmm. of like what all new players need to know. Cause if, if you didn't see Sean, a lot of people actually like went to pre-releases this weekend. This weekend was evolving skies pre-releases. I don't think you did. Cause you did like regional Digimon I, stuff, right? I was, I was doing regional Digimon, but I will be doing, um, I'll, I'll be doing like a pre-release stream, if you will, not on my channel, but one of my local stores, uh, third universe has a, um, a Twitch channel. So, uh, on Thursday night, I'm going to be doing like a pre-release build and battle type thing just with uh, Sonia, the person who the person's name is actually Sonia. And so they go by Professor Sonia. It's great. Um, yeah, they're they're actually wonderful. Did you know them before like the team challenges on Twitch? I did because, you know, obviously they're in my area. Um, yeah, I wasn't sure, though, because I don't ever remember. I guess now that, like, I also know who they are, mm. you start mentioning the store name. But, like, uh, I didn't. I wasn't sure, like, if you had just met on Twitch or. Yeah, well, we. It's, the funny thing is, I think we met because I I think it was back when um maybe Hidden Fates or Champions. Path, I don't know. One of the chase sets. Right. I did a thing where I would. um. I was like looking up different stores and like driving around to try to find product. This was a while back now. And they were one of the stores that's like, if I want to go outside the NYC area, where am I going? Right. Am I going to North of NYC? Am I going to long Island? Am I going to Jersey? I was like, I don't really want to go to long Island or Jersey. I can't really, that that's more complicated than just going North. And so I was like looking up Walmarts and targets and also card shops up North. And they were obviously on the list. Cause that's, that's where they are. And so that's when I met them. Um, great, great card store. And now that I've moved up even closer to them, they're only like a 30-minute drive from me now. Ooh, that's pretty so, good. Yeah, it's great. Lovely people. I wish that I could have gotten a Marnie box, though, Sean. Because oh. <laughs> I went to card shops and and Walmarts and Target. I don't even know if they sell them at Walmart and Target, but I was checking those anyways. I could not find a Marnie box. I could not find it. So I think, Sean, I've struck out when it comes to Marnie. I will say, though, the 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 full art is like less than $40 now. Okay. It's dropped down a little bit. And then the signed promo, though, the signed card actually has increased since release. It, it went up like a, a little over a dollar. It's like four and a half dollars now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. If the sign card I could see going up from a dollar. A dollar seems really well, it went low. from like it went from like three and a half dollars to like four oh, okay. and a half. I mean that that makes about right. How how much is the Marnie box? Was it forty dollars for the box? Yeah, I think it was forty dollars. I mean, I, I would say like if you're buying it primarily for full art Marnie and you're chill not getting all the other stuff in the box, whatever that might be. Yeah. I mean, picking up the single is the same as the box. Yeah, it's just like I was really looking for it because yeah. not only would you get the single, you could like yeah. not guarantee that the that the promos are pristine um, because we know the quality control of Pokemon. Like it's not guaranteed, <laughs> but it's pretty much the best chance you're going to get, right? Because yes. it's not somebody else messing with it and then sending it in the mail. And then also there was like seven packs in there. 
Yeah, there I is think. there's a decent amount of packs in there too. So it, so it, it was is, like a really good value box, in my opinion. And also, it looks like what is it a milk carton? <laughs> so yeah, and you get sleeves. You yeah. get sleeves and stuff of like the the Marnie signed promo, and it's it's really good. Um, I don't know what kind of I'd love to know like the type of sleeves though. So like I don't know, Sean, if you bought like the Nessa box or the mm. the like uh, upcoming Sonia box or whatever that's in Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, but those sleeves that came in are way different than like the the usual ETBs or mm-hmm. whatever. So I really want to. I also want to know like what those Marnie sleeves are if they're more similar to the the Japan uh, gym leader person character type boxes or are they more like ETB. American or I should say rest of the world styled boxes. I I don't know. I don't know. Listeners uh, tweet at us. Tweet at us. Let us know if the sleeves are the, the good stuff from Japan or the garbage from the West, if you will. You know, regardless of where you are, you can get something really cool, Sean, on PTCGO mm-hmm. because of the 25th anniversary and Players Cup finals. Players Cup Finals, I think. Uh, yeah, the 25th anniversary Players Cup. Yeah, I, I really, uh, this Players Cup Final, I mean, it's so hard after, you know, after like the sets have been out for a little bit and these pre-recorded, like they're cool matches, but it's so hard to watch in my opinion. But anyways, you can get a gold free quick ball over on PTCGO if you type in 25th Aniv Champions. Mm-hmm. All capital letters get you a free gold quick ball. Only 50,000 can be redeemed. I don't know if these have ever run out. I've I think been... the last time there was like a timer mm-hmm. that it was only like open for a certain amount of days. But if you haven't gotten it already, I'm sure it's still open. Go snag it. Quick ball, one of the best cards in the game. It's a staple in almost every single deck. Gold quick balls got to flex on the haters. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, the one thing I will say just a little bit here, I think the idea of the Players' Cup 25th anniversary, really cool. Um, a lot of you, if you saw on Twitter, if you're in Pokey Twitter, uh, you saw a lot of the people who were announced for it. A lot of great names, Players' Cup champions, former world champions, all that stuff. Um, and I believe Alex Schmansky won, right? I think so. Yeah. but Because I think it was Alex Schmansky and, oh gosh, I'm going to feel bad. I don't remember their Azul. name. I hadn't heard of them before. Oh, oh, you were talking about the VGC? No, 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 no. I was talking about the just the finals of the trading card game one. I thought it was Azul. That's what I heard in terms of a tweet. I thought it was like Azul versus Alex in the final, and Alex was playing in the loser's bracket for most of the tournament. Oh, I don't know. So, I don't know. If, well, they, I, I mean, they, I, I mentioned earlier, I haven't really been paying too much attention to it. Um, I mean, it's one of just those, for the codes. Yeah, it's one of those tournaments that like all of the Players Cup finals content. I'm sure it's all very well put together and edited and all of that stuff. But the one thing, the commentating's great as well. Exactly. Like, and I, but I think the problem with it is like you're you're competing with every other streamer, right? Who is live playing decks. You're competing with any other types of videos people want to watch online. And I think because it's all pre-recorded, it just, 
it doesn't feel that exciting. I know that sounds awful, but like, and it's like it's not just pre-recorded; like it was recorded yesterday. Like it's several weeks old. Yeah, like it's not like the meta because of our turbo meta in the online era where everything changes and stuff. Like a lot of the decks are like old mm-hmm. decks that we first saw when the meta release, and then now they've been adapted and evolved. Um. So it's just it's just a wild, a wild, wild ride. Which is absolutely different from when there's like a big regionals or or NAIC or something and Pokemon streams that. Because it's like, well, yeah, it's still like the Pokemon stream. It's not like the Pokemon stream ever interacts with its viewers. <laughs> but at least then, like you're watching because you're like, no, no, this is on this day. These are the best decks that could pro- probably be built today. And, pe- mm-hmm. and the best players in the world are piloting them. And like, cool, that's like, that's valuable information as opposed to that was a really cool deck three weeks ago. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So it's just, I just wish, I don't know. I just wish it was more entertaining, but you know, what is entertaining, Sean? I don't know if you watched Mm -hmm. the, the, the gym leader format. I have heard a bit about it. You know, actually Jake, that you can talk about it now for sure. And I want to, I should probably do some research and we should talk about that on a future app. Yeah, we I should. I don't know if you saw in the middle of that conversation, but my mic like <laughs> fell out of the stand. I see you right now just holding. The- <laughs> just like holding up my, I don't know. Whoa, it was, it was really wild. This happens like once a week now. Or the mic just because this like, table is oh. not great. It doesn't hold it together, <laughs> but I'm, I'm trying to hold it together here at 7 a.m. Sean for the pod for the podcast. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. We got to talk about the second half of evolving skies the trainer cards as we're saying if you did not hear um last week's episode last week's episode we went over a lot of the pokemon that we liked and a lot of the pokemon that we saw so this week we're going to do a lot of the trainers now as well and there's a good chunk of trainers that are really really cool both in like standard and expanded in my opinion yeah, a lot of so Sean, ideas. do you want to kick things off real quick? I mean, I'll kick with things the off. First card. Yeah, yeah. You you can sort your uh your mic out while I kick this off. The first the first thing I'm kicking off basically is the probably the most garbage trainer in the set, to be honest. Especially as a supporter as a Roma lady. Um it, it's just draw two and then your active Pokemon recovers from all special conditions, and I'm like why 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 does this card exist well look it's like it's like hop it's like how you know Uh, you have you have like good supporters you have like good trainer cards and then you have bad ones i mean this is one though that you know you know that all the pre-release kits came with two of these right the same way that when hop and how came out it was always and you're like maybe in pre-release it's not so bad because a draw card is not bad and then Maybe in pre-release there were some like cards in those kits, I don't know, that did like lots of special conditions. So it's like, yeah, that's great in those instances, but otherwise trash. Hey, I mean, at least you get to draw two cards and you'll never be poisoned. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Never have to flip for confusion, Sean. Yeah, that's it, it, but it's you will be poisoned until you play the card. That's the thing. Yes, it's not that like is true. Prevent and then you your Pokemon. can get poisoned again. Yeah, if you're facing Nets Weeping Bell. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh. Uh, but anyways, this second card, Sean. This second card, I think, is worth talking about. I think 
that this card is nuts and expanded. Sean, do you know what Evo Soda is? Um, I've heard of it. I know it's an expanded card, but please elaborate for myself and the listeners. So Evo Soda is a card that allows you, it's an item card that once you play it, you can search your deck for something that evolves into one of your Pokemon and play it down. Don't have to have it in your hand. It's not like an evolution incense where you have to go get it. Well, I mean, you do have to go get it, but it's automatically just you're put it you're putting into an evolution right there. So booster shake, search your deck for a card that evolves from one of your Pokemon and put it onto that Pokemon to evolve it. Then shuffle your deck. Then the clause of like, if this is your first Pokemon's first turn down, like it can't evolve. Well, no, no, Something actually, like it's the opposite. You can use this card during your first turn or on a Pokemon that was put into play this turn. They they are basically saying, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I. OK, so I lied. <laughs> well, no, no. But you I think, you know, your reading is what they normally say. But on this one, that's what makes this card that much better is you can throw something down, then use booster shake. Now, at the top there, if you use the card, your turn ends. That's the that's the little stipulation that I think might hold this card back. But there's almost certainly decks that are going to play this card. I mean, I don't think it I don't think it holds this back because like you look at expanded or you look at past standard formats, you know, I don't think we have like an item lock type thing back in like um, I think it was like ancient origins. Do you mm -hmm. know the Trevenant item lock um, deck? There used to be there used to be in the X and Y era an old Trevenant card that with Wally because mm -hmm. Wally was legal at the time, you could like turn one item lock before your opponent could even do anything because back then you could play supporters on the first turn as well so this is what this reminds me of booster shake and the fact that it's an item card as well the fact yeah. that it's an item card it's not a supporter you know if we do get something in the future it doesn't have to be evolving skies and can be the fusion set in november which we'll talk about here um in the next couple episodes or so I see that strategy coming back in. Yeah, I think you're right. That's a good call out is like for especially those item lock decks or a deck that has a stage one with an ability that could be annoying for your opponent in any form. Um, yeah, then you this obviously this becomes like a three or a four of in a deck just because that's your strategy, right? Like get one of that on board, play this, um, evolve it, end your turn. But it's just like, OK, I've done exactly what I need. I almost think that um, I almost think that you play this in any like evolution deck, you know, whether it's like V maxes or just, I don't know, you've got a stage two. Cause like, think about at the end of your turn, mm. you know, instead, you know, cause you, you can only do so much with like the Dene Crobat, you know, and not having like a draw supporter turn one, but especially also if you're going second, Mm-hmm you know how much power this gives you going second because now let's say you're a stage two deck you know you go from having little itty bitty 60 70 hp pokemon to now having something that's like 100 110 which can i i mean i think that can really help you out yeah i yeah i think stage two decks um the problem that a lot of stage two decks have is you either need to find rare candy turn two like you, you kind of have to and I think, to your point, Jake, like this takes a little bit of pressure off if you can get, say, two basics of your line down, do some stuff on your turn, attach the energy, 
And then to end your turn, just use a booster shake to mm -hmm. get one of those up to a stage one so that the following turn, all you have to do is just a manual Evo on both. And then that at that point, you're actually at pace. Meaning if you can get like into a stage two, then the other one only ever needs to be a stage one. And then you have a basic as well, potentially. And that actually solves the problem of like, you may not ever need rare candy in a deck like that. Just because yeah, like I, it's almost like an out to rare candy. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, actually, the more I think about it, the more I'm like, you know, getting one of these turn one, if that means you don't have to play rare candy in a deck, that would be huge because rare candy is it's a, it's a good card, but it is a no, an annoying card. Wildly annoying. It's annoying when you open your hand with three rare candies and no final evolutions that you're trying to get into. <laughs> and you got a professor's research and you're like, well, I guess I lose now. Yeah, that, uh, hashtag rip decidui players. But a lot of people are saying that this card needs to be banned and expanded. Um, expanded is just a mess of formats, so we'll see. Sean, I'm sure I'm sure I'll talk about it at least one point. But uh, yeah. Sean, would you like to move on to the next one? Yeah, I'll quickly do the next two. Actually, Copycat is coming back. If you're not familiar, this was you know another reprint of a card. Meaning if you have your old copycat full arts, you know, dust them off. Maybe something to pick up if if in some universe you want to play this card. Celestial Storm. Yeah. I believe that's when copycat was printed as a full art. So, yeah, you basically draw a number of cards equal to the cards in your opponent's hand. Uh, you know, it's it could be good. It could be good. You know, I think especially in a format where the only big draw supporters you have right now, you have... um. Research and Marnie, those are the big ones. Outside of that, um, you don't have something like a Cynthia. Like we had Cynthia in past formats at a lot of decks, especially decks that had items and other things they didn't want to get rid of. Speaking of rare candy, um, you would play Cynthia so that you wouldn't have to discard them. You could instead shuffle your hand and then draw them. And, you know, this could be in the meantime until we get another shuffle draw that isn't, um, you know, a Marnie where it kind of more so limits your hand. Yeah, I could see this getting played in those decks. Um, yeah, I just, I just think, I think that this is good, but I don't, I don't think it's like super, super good. Yeah, just because of like for now at least you have reset stamp on top of that, mm -hmm. um, as well as Marnie. But yeah, I just see, I just see too much shuffle. I just see too much shuffle of your hand right now. But I think it could be like a one or a two of kind of how like Bruno is. You know, Bruno sometimes is a shuffle draw card, especially for the like smaller Pokemon decks, you know, your one prizers, especially. Yeah. Um, but the next one that's like a new card is Crystal Cave. Once during each player's turn, that player may heal 30 damage from each of their metal and uh, dragon Pokemon. I mean, this makes sense given that the set was for features like Rayquaza, Duraludon, which is a metal and a dragon. Um, I'm like, eh, it's okay. Maybe maybe there's a world in which the math on this adds up, um, but there is another stadium card that I think most dragon and and or metal decks, especially dragon though, would prefer to play. So, but I will say maybe something like this in a um, not not Rayquaza Vmax, but maybe in a metal deck where you're also trying to reduce damage. In expanded, I could actually see this being maybe good if if Luke Metal is for whatever reason good in expanded or some metal deck in expanded is good. Um, like combine that with like a full metal wall 
and metal, you know, frying pan and this. And like all of a sudden, like, you know, you've got a big beefy thing. I think that this card is way better post rotation just because like we'll lose Marshadow, we'll lose chaotic swell. Um, and it's like rough seas reprint where I think rough sea was like water and electric Pokemon heal 30. Um, obviously the math is different because Pokemon hit harder now <laughs> and Pokemon are so much bigger. Um, but I think the 30, I haven't run any of the numbers, but I feel like the 30 can do really well um, at certain points, especially when we lose a lot of the reasons that we don't play stadiums right now. Mm -hmm. um, so I can see this card being pretty all right, but I will, well, I'll save, I'll save my thoughts in comparison to when we go over the other, the other stadium, stadium card that Sean is talking about. Jake, do you want to cover off on maybe the next two? We don't need to talk about digging gloves. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's another glove card that does a weird effect with damage and you're probably never going to use it. And I don't really think you should. So we'll go on to dream ball, <laughs> Sean dream ball. You can play this card. If you took it as a face down prize card before you put it in your hand, search your deck for a Pokemon, put it onto your bench, then shuffle your deck. This is interesting. It, I, it doesn't say basic Pokemon. Nope, it does not. That's, that's, I think, what makes this a good card. I think it's really interesting, especially when you combo this with a card like Peonia. Mm -hmm. Peonia, it's not Gladion. Peonia is not Gladion, sadly. But if you don't know what that card is, it's a relatively new card that came out in Chilling Rain where you uh, take three of your prize cards, yep. look at your hand, and then put three cards from your hand as your three prizes that you took. I think that's the order of operations. Sean. Yes. Yeah. You replace the, your hand with uh, three cards in your hand with three cards in your prizes and you don't reshuffle or do anything with the prizes. So, you know, yeah, if you were, if, you know, if you're playing correctly, you know where the dream ball would be. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's this, I think, is going to be a very good card in certain decks. The question is, is it going to be a good enough card? For you to want to play your supporter for it because that's the main thing right is it's like you're playing a supporter for turn it's not a draw card so you kind of already need to have something so maybe comboing this with you know i don't know if shadow rider calyrex needs anything like this that's the problem uh but like any other you know single prize stage two deck you could run the chinchinos uh that's your draw engine and that will afford you the opportunity to play Peonias instead of a, you know, professor's research. And yeah, you put those there. I think that the, um, the Charizard that does more damage for each Leon in your discard, I think decks like that could be interesting with this because, um, you know, you can, uh, just get a free Charizard on the bench. Yeah. And Charizard only needs two energy. So you don't even need to play, um, you don't need to worry about supporter cards attaching extra energy. This is all post-welder, by the way. So all of that combined, like, I think that could be really interesting. Um, it could also be good for, I, I mean, any stage two deck. But, um, yeah, that's it's my thought. It's it's very interesting. It's just also a sneaky way to get a VMAX onto the field, potentially. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, if there are ever any VMAX that, you know, getting it onto the field now 
like uh, at the end of your turn by by drawing this card um if you had maybe a shadow rider deck and there's another um psychic v max that you can power up very quickly on the following turn that is pretty gross i think that i i try to think of an idea because like you would need like you said you know you have peonia you would need a draw supporter that is or you would need a you would need a deck somewhat like Shadow Rider where it is self draw, mm-hmm. where through like abilities or self it has an aggressive draw power. So like where you were saying the Chinchinos as well. I'm thinking like I I'm thinking about Inteleon if it's worth it the Inteleon lines because that has become ever more popular. Mm. Sean, the Sable Drizzle from or the Drizzle that has the ability of grabbing a trainer card yeah and then whether that's quick shooting Inteleon or the shady dealings Inteleon um it's just become a more popular addition into a lot of these meta decks as of right now in standard I wonder if it's worth it for that to get like a quick shooting Inteleon out on the field um because there are some decks that want to utilize the quick shooting but the reason that I think quick shooting is so good is because of the abilities yeah. that you incorporate with it of like grabbing the trainers and stuff. So I don't, I don't know exactly. I think you would do this if you had quick shootings, but if you had shady dealings, I don't think you would. Yeah. I mean, I like that. I like the idea of like, you put another sort of damage modifier Pokemon onto your bench too. Um, and you know, there, you could create situations with that where your opponent then, you know, they might be in their head thinking, Oh, well the most damage you can do is X, right? You don't have a Drizzle on the bench that at the beginning of the turn, your dude's hit for this much. You can put this many damage counters. And in their brain, they might be thinking, you're going to be a couple damage short. Cool. I'm good. I'm chill. Then all of a sudden, you swing, you know, take, knock something out. So, the, I mean, I'm talking about the following turn. You knock something out. And then all of a sudden, you put a quick shooting Inteleon down. And maybe in their head, they're, they're, the math changes where they're like, oh, crap. I actually have to spend my turn chasing down this Inteleon maybe mm-hmm. and that that makes a huge difference right like if, if that's what they have to do for the turn I think that is an interesting tra- strategy to employ I think in um in something like expanded I'm also thinking like this is very very gross I think it'll probably have to be banned and expanded if you want my opinion uh, really because you can put things like the um Omastar that locks trainers, uh, item cards, or like any of those like abilities that lock things. So all you need to do is take one prize, and then you can start locking. So if you have a deck that, um, you know, you're let's say you're going second, right, and you can play Peonia, um, and put a Dream Ball onto into the uh, discard, and if you can do all of that and just take one prize on that turn then all of a sudden turn two you can lock them out there may be better ways to do it but is there not is Naganino guzzlords gx you just like take two prizes on the plus um yeah 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 you just take two prizes on the um um on the gx attack right yeah but and i know that card is more relevant and expanded than it is standard so and with double dragon energy as well all you need is you know, one double dragon and then just another energy, basically. Yeah. To get that thing going. So that's gross. 
So like it may be too much of a so much of a combo that like with Peonia that it's not as bad of a problem, mm-hmm. uh, which I fair enough. But yeah, I think this is a really good card in terms of card design. I love this card because it it opens up a whole world of avenues and um yeah big fan you just know that sander's gonna break it in some like control deck or something in standard i just already (laughs) know it i can see it now sean um i'll quickly talk about the next two uh elemental badge i don't know it's like a some of the uh evolutions like vaporeon jolteon v and flare on in its name the thing is i don't think this counts for the v maxes because it doesn't know it should well, it I doesn't think it have should. Vaporeon V in its name. It's called Vaporeon VMAX. And so, like, it's VMAX is one word. So I don't know if it applies to Vaporeon VMAX and Jolteon VMAX because, you know what I mean? Like, it's kind of weird. I, I would have to see a ruling on that, I guess. But... I mean, if you look at um, Decidui, so you look at the Decidui that blocks um, damage... Well, it says that v card Pokemon. specifically says all your opponent's Pokemon V and GX. Yes. But that blocks VMAX moves. That's... So I don't I don't know. Maybe I would assume that this would have the same effect where like if you have Vaporeon VMAX, it also um is Vaporeon V. But I mean uh, we're yeah, we'd have to get like a ruling on that. I mean, maybe that could be also like bad Pokemon you know a, a bit of awkward pokemon translation there yeah uh, it might be because like the v or gx pokemon is like i think that's like shorthand for that type of card which vmax mm-hmm. is that type whereas this it specifically calls out vaporeon v in its name and i'm like uh i don't know if vmax has it in its name it has vaporeon in its name but i still don't know if this card is good enough to like no really try to figure that out though <laughs> yeah yeah no that's fair not a not a great card it basically you pay one less colorless but it really doesn't matter and then the next one is full face shield basically uh the pokemon this card is attached to except pokemon with abilities take 20 less damage also probably not great 20 less damage. i mean if it was like metal goggles and it stopped um abilities yeah from dropping damage counters yeah, or like cheeky things, then I that would be way, way nicer, but but it doesn't. This doesn't even um you can't attach this to a Pokemon with an ability. I mean yeah. you can, it just doesn't do anything. And it's I, I don't know, for me this one is kind of like uh, I I don't know what they thought of with the ability piece about 20 less damage, maybe. You know, there are some Pokemon that take less damage as part of the text on their ability. And I'm, mm-hmm. maybe that was their thought is they don't want people comboing it with that. Um, but like, to be frank, look, taking 20 less damage per attack does matter mathematically more than just having 30 more HP. Because you think it about would it. matter more if we were in like a three hit format with these gigantic Pokemon. That's true. Yeah. Cause so it's like, it's not like this 20 less damage stops you being a two hit, probably. It does. Mm-hmm. If, if the meta really becomes like 170 damage is the average, which there are a bunch of VMAXs that that's kind of what they top out at, right? That 170, because conceptually they're designed to be two hit KOs 
And yeah, something like this, that's super annoying. But like, you know what else does that? 30 HP. <laughs> and that's big charm. And I'm like, then why does why are you here, full face shield? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Jake, do you it's talk interesting, about the next? Sean. Yeah. We've got another one. Gordy, our first supporter that we're talking about. Look at the top seven cards of your deck. Choose as many energy as you like. Reveal them. Then put them in your hand. Shovel the cards in the remaining deck. It's almost like a free research, except you don't have to discard anything and you draw the things that you want and keep the rest of your hand. Yeah. So if, I can see it. Yeah. If you, uh, if all you need is energy, right? Like if you're Shadow Rider Calyrex. Oh, yeah. Like, would you, would you maybe think that this is like a valid one of? No. In your deck? I'm going to say no because Shadow Rider all already has draw, right? And you discard and well, draw. Yeah, too. but like this is, this is free draw and you don't have to discard anything else out of your hand. Yeah, but I think it has enough draw and in Shadow Rider, Unless you have like three Shadow Riders down, the value you get is minimal because like you can still only attach one per turn for each Shadow Rider Calyrex. And so I think this makes way more sense in a deck that can attach multiple energy at once. So whether that is um, like Cherim, maybe, right? Any deck mm -hmm. that is running Cherim and is using the Grass Acceleration from that yeah, maybe Gordo's a good card because grass decks typically, I think, don't... I don't know. There's a lot of cards in grass decks that you don't like to just discard a bunch of stuff. And if all you need is like two or three energy in hand, there's not really a better way to just search your deck for two or three energy. Um, but the one thing I will point out here is like, I think that the supporter is only good in the early game because afterwards... Given your, you know, like if you think about deck ratios, right? Deck ratios would, would suggest that even out of the top seven, the most energy you're probably going to find is two on average, right? Uh, any more than that, and like your deck is probably not very good because you're drawing into way too many energy. <laughs> but you're probably finding two off of that. You know another way that you can get two energies anytime in the mid game onwards? Energy retrieval. And it's not your supporter. And I'm like, well, that that's just better. That's just better, right? So this is interesting in a very specific kind of deck, I think. I just, I'm still mad that when EV Heroes dropped and everyone got mad at pulling seven Gordies in their <laughs> booster boxes, I offered up, I said, send me a Gordy. I'll take it off your hands. Nobody, nobody sent me a Gordy. No. Still mad. Y'all fake. Oh, no. Um, Hold it to my grave, Sean. <laughs> How do you feel about this next card, Jake? I feel like Lucky Popsicle doesn't matter. Okay. I don't think it's that great. All right. We can't manipulate coin flips right now. There's no Victini that allows us to re-coin flip. I, I, don't, I don't care about it. If you do want to know about it, though, heals 20 damage from your active Pokemon. Then you flip a coin. If heads return this card to your hand instead of discarding it. I mean, I'm just imagining a world, Jake in which somebody is going to build a... This is a meme. This is a meme card. But you but you luck sack your way into this card, and then you heal 300 damage in one turn. That's so absurd. <laughs> That's like... Assuming that it's the... If it's the only card you've got, then you have to hit heads 14 times, mm -hmm. and then 
if you see other cards though i mean you still have to hit heads like 10 times i mean i i don't know there's something about this card that says to me i don't think it's good jake i don't think it's good but it's bad i, I think that you will you know any content creators who happen to be listening to the pod as well if you want a free idea for a video build a deck with four of these in it and eventually you will get a clip of you hitting heads with enough of these where you heal like 200 damage uh with yeah an item there card. needs to be there needs to be a challenge between pokemon content creators of like how many heads in a row you can hit on lucky popsicle free content right there yeah challenge the greatest like can you can you fully heal a Max with one lucky popsicle yeah how how lucky are you with your lucky popsicle sean but going over to a <laughs> not lucky card a strategic card sean i'll go over sun and moon badge real quick it's basically like the an elemental badge with the evs except this one is espion and espion v and umbreon v and instead of a colorless less attack or a one less colorless attack say that five times fast <laughs> your opponent plays a supporter card from your hand and you prevent all effects of that card done in this pokemon so things like boss's orders doesn't affect you if your espion or umbreon v or v max has this attached to it um I, I think, think melodic is better mm. the melodic that prevents your bench from supporters yeah i i think it's better than this it's easier to find this because it's it's a tool card i guess it's not evolving a pokemon but i just i just think melodic is just way better especially with the yeah. zorak decks right now you know or the, I should say the Zorark decks that will be coming because the Zorark that we went over last week mm -hmm. is not actually out yet in Evolving Skies. But I think that Zorark is just going to be... I think that's the reason that it makes a card like Melodic better. Yeah, yeah, I, I would agree. Like, it's a cool cool concept, and maybe there'll be more supporter cards that affect your Pokemon directly. Like, you know, uh, Team Yelgrunt is a card. Um, the problem with saying, like, oh, this is good against Team Yelgrunt too... The problem with saying that though is like a lot of those decks would just start playing tool scrappers, mm -hmm. and then and then it's this you're in the same position where like oh they've gotten rid of the card. I would have loved this is this is a little crazy. I would have loved if they added to some of these tool cards because I think they're vastly underpowered. That this tool can't be um, discarded by the effects of your opponent's um, trainer cards. I think that's a that's a thing that I think they should start doing because that way tool jammer still works, right? It still mm -hmm. allows for tool jammer to interact with it, and it still allows for other Pokemon. Like there are Pokemon that when they hit another one, they say discard a tool from your opponent's active Pokemon. You still have some ability to do that, but if you gave it to cards like this that were vastly underpowered, that says you can't just tool scrapper this away, then like that's actually really interesting, right? Like okay, cool. Mm -hmm. And then your opponent could, you know, try to do like escape rope shenanigans, bait this out, and then tool jammer. If they have a tool jammer on their active, that's another way to get around it. So, I don't know. Just a little tip there for uh, for Creatures Inc., who I know is not listening, but you know. <laughs> but um, you know, I I hope that they're listening, Sean, because Raihan, mm -hmm. Raihan is a cool card in my opinion. I think it's going to be a pretty decent card. 
I will say. You can only play this card once during your, or you can only play this card if one of your Pokemon were knocked out during your last turn. So there's a clause in there. Only if your opponent or only if your Pokemon was knocked out in the previous turn, choose one basic energy card from your discard pile, attach it to one of your Pokemon, then search your deck for any one card and put it in your hand, then shuffle your deck. Mm -hmm. I think this is cool. Not only is it somewhat of an energy acceleration, but you're grabbing exactly what you need in here, whether that's like another Calyrex VMAX or, you know, you do need an evolution. If you get something like Drizzile, you know, maybe maybe you just grab a Drizzile or you burn an evolution incense or whatever, you know, boom, there's another trainer card for you right there. Or like, let's say you don't have any quick balls or anything like that. You can just use Raihan mm -hmm. to grab like a Crobat or, you know, at least for now, Dedenne like some sort of thing that can help you draw cards to yeah not allow you to like just get stuck right after Raihan because we say like you know after Peonia or like saw a lot of these other supporters like okay they're good but like in this format you know do you really want to give up that turn of no draw and so Raihan gives you a lot of flexibility being able to grab anything um, allowing you potentially as well to just draw more cards. I think it's a really, really cool card. Yeah, I, I agree. I think um, obviously it, it has a lot of, uh, you can do a lot of things with it, right? Because it's energy excel plus grab a card. Um, and, you know, I know Rayquaza VMAX is probably not tier one, um, but actually this is really good in Urshifu Rapid Strike. I'm just remembering because it's, Second attack requires three energy, right? Mm -hmm. And you can attach an energy, any kind, basic, and then go grab the rapid strike energy if you don't have it in hand. And then, boom, you are swinging for 120 damage at two things again. So, yeah, and that's assuming that you don't have that's assuming that you don't have, the you know, the, one of those two energies already like in your hand. Yeah. And, and that. That's huge. Um, another thing is Rayquaza VMAX. If you had, say, two Flappies, I believe, on the bench, um, and a Rayquaza VMAX on the bench because you were a smart, smart person and play Altaria with free retreat, so that's what's up in the active. Yeah, you just um, attach one fire energy, grab whatever, maybe a fire energy, you Flappy two lightnings on, attach the fire energy from hand, and then you are good to go um, with a second Rayquaza VMAX. Four energy... And all you needed was one Raihan to do it. Um, now, Rose has a similar effect. But the good thing about this is I think this is maybe a good um, alternative or addition to like Rose engines where mm -hmm. if you don't want to discard your whole hand, you don't need to, you know? Um, so I, I quite like um, this Raihan as well. I like the Raihan. I think it'll be really, really cool. It's full art. Also looks incredible for anyone who hasn't checked those out. Mm -hmm. But I, speaking of Rayquaza, Sean, I find this card to be very interesting. The Rapid Strike Scroll Flying Dragon Scroll. It's a tool card. We've seen the scrolls before with Rapid and Single Strike when Battle Styles was out. But this one is different. It is a Single Strike card, or I'm sorry, a Rapid Strike card rapid strike rapid strike rapid strike for fire and lightning discard two energy from this pokemon does 90 damage to one of your opponent's bench pokemon 
I don't. I the only way I see this being played is if you're really afraid of the mirror match of Roquaza VMAX. That's like really all I see this. Um, but I don't know if it's like valid enough. <laughs> I'm gonna do one quick little search. Are you saying that because you can snipe the flaffies? Yeah, you could just snipe over the flaffies because I believe they're yep, less HP. than hundred, right? They're oh. exactly ninety. So that card yeah. was clearly designed with Flaffy in mind because it's exactly ninety. So it's the same energy cost as Rayquaza, uh, Rayquaza Vmax's attack, I believe. Um, it's just like an interesting. It's an interesting idea. It's it's only one Pokemon though. Mm -hmm. I mean, you've also got the pests. If you're really worried about like other matchups that like maybe you need to get rid of something on the bench or I don't know what kind of cheeky things you're thinking, but you know, with the Passimian, with the um, well, you can't use the telescopic sight because you can only have one tool card, but yeah. Passimian will let you do 120. Yeah. Um, it's not bad. And I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's. It's interesting. I don't yet know where this lives because the problem with something like this is unless you're sniping something because it has very low HP, and we're actually going to get to an item card here. I think that's really interesting later. But unless you're sniping something on the bench that will give you three prizes, taking a turn off with your attack to snipe you know, a Flaffy just kind of feels like uh, suboptimal. Do you know what I mean? Like where it's like, mm -hmm. if you're Rayquaza VMAX and you're swinging for all that damage and you're choosing to snipe a Flaffy instead, um, that's not to say it's terrible because maybe it makes sense. Maybe you're sitting here like, oh, if my opponent can get into their own Rayquaza VMAX. Um, but otherwise, yeah, this, I don't know. We'll have to see what the meta shapes up to. There may be some strategies where this matters, but otherwise I'm kind of like, meh, meh. Seems like you're taking too many turns off by sniping little single prizers. I mean, I think that's why Urshifu VMAX is going to be better than Rayquaza. Mm -hmm. But that's also two Pokemon. That's so the, two that's is obviously better than one yeah, in a single like, attack. You're like, you're sitting here like, okay, this is killing one thing maybe. And unless it's a three prizer, you're getting one prize. Rayquaza can get two prizes or can clean up on two two prizers or even two three prizers, right? And then just mm -hmm. end the game with that attack. And and this does not offer that. You know what is offered, Sean, in this set? Mm -hmm. Rescue Trolley. Choose up to two Pokemon with 90 HP or less from your discard pile. Reveal them. Put them into your hand. Great. I love Anybody playing single prize decks is going to love this. Any Inteleon engine, any Sincino engine, really anything that plays level ball, mm -hmm. this card is this card is included. Yep. I could even see this if Mad Party continues for whatever reason in some form to be a thing. Um, this is great because you can get all those Mad Partiers in the trash and get maximum damage and then just grab two of them back and, you know, maybe discard one and then get maximum damage again for your deck. And because that's the problem with um, uh, that I have found with uh, Mad Party is that. You really only ever get one turn, roughly, of max damage, and then mm -hmm. after that, you just lose because if you if you if you don't win on that turn, you lose because now you're out of people to attack with. And okay, <laughs> I got nothing else. 
I mean, yeah, it's a very interesting, it's a very interesting idea and it allows you especially to be way more aggressive in the beginning. Like we kind of toyed or we kind of joked around earlier with like rare candies. Like you start off your hand with three rare candies. Well, let's say you start off your hand with three stage ones and you're like, ah, crap, I got to research. You know, this card allows you that flexibility to be like, all right, I'll discard them because I can get them right back anyways. That's Assuming that they're 90 HP. Yeah, that's a big point because a lot of stage ones, unless they're like, like there are some, but you would, a lot of decks also, they you can choose different stage ones. So if you mm-hmm. have a deck that's a stage two and you don't need the stage one to be a specific one, you can just play the 90 HP version of that, right? Um, and yeah, like that, that's also huge. Very good point. Uh, Sean, do you want to go over the next couple cards? Uh, yeah, I think this ribbon badge, I'll quickly say it's just a, it's for Sylveon V. It's another one of those badges for the, for the evolutions. But if it is knocked out, you take a le- one less prize card. This is the only one that I could see getting played a lot in Sylveon. I um, just, I don't think a lot of people are playing Sylveon though, or at least true. from what I've seen on like Twitter and stuff of like testing, not a lot of people are talking about Sylveon. I think if you are playing it, then you run this. If you're not playing it, then obviously you're not, you're not running it. But I, I, I think of all of them though, for its counterpart, Evolution, this is the most valuable because now you can play the Sylveon VMAX and your opponent has to kill three Sylveon VMAXs to win if they go that route, which is super annoying. Um, I mean, like with Sylveon VMAX, you know, you compare it at least before rotation with triple acceleration. Mm-hmm. Um, Max Harmony, which I'll mention it for anyone who doesn't know, 70 plus, 70 plus 30 more damage for each type of Pokemon on your bench. So like it being a rapid strike Sylveon VMAX, um, it could go well with this card, but like with the Sylveon VMAX, you have to like you definitely have to commit to the different typings, right? Cause you yeah. you can have Urshifu VMAX, you can have the Moltres mm-hmm. in there. Maybe you have like a Dedenne yeah. or something. Um, you can provide a little bit of bench space to get a bit of damage. The Octillery, you know, getting yeah. a water Pokemon in there to search for something rapid strike. Um, but I don't know if you're playing a toolbox thing like that, like a rapid strike box, I don't know if you have room for this. Uh, you may be right. You may be right that it's not. But, you know, if all you need is like one of these or two of these, I don't know that how you build a deck. I think it is compared to all the others, right? Of the I think compared badges. to all the others, it's the best one. I mean, because yeah. nobody plays Tool Scrapper yeah. right now, unless you're like Control or like Decidueye, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, like you're not playing, you're not playing Tool Scrapper. Nobody's playing things to get rid of your item cards. So like if you can find it, you can put it on like that's super, super great. And it allows you to have a lot of flexibility, right? Because then you would require one more prize. Yeah. Essentially. And if you're playing VMAX Pokemon, that's three VMAX knockouts. Yeah if you only find one of these ribbon badges. So like I see the validity. I just don't know if Sylveon VMAX has room for it. Um, Really quick. We'll skip over the rubber gloves. Another glove for lightning. Yeah, the gloves are trash. Uh, Don't worry about it. Shopping mall is another stadium. It's not the good stadium that we were talking about. Uh, You can choose a Pokemon tool card attached to one of your Pokemon in play and return it to your hand once per turn for each player. Um, Uh. It's one of their Pokemon in play, by the way. So you can't do it to your opponent. Ah, mm-hmm. kind of like, 
cool, I can put a tool back in my hand. I, pointless. Um, <laughs> in my I opinion. would only see it if you like if you were like maybe some sort of like control deck or something like that, or a deck like Rapid Strike Urshifu that really focuses on switching mm-hmm. every single turn. Maybe you don't have a free retreater. Um, and you got to leave something in the active. Yeah. Like I could see it being then, or maybe you're something like as of right now, you know, Shadow Rider, Calyrex, Vmax. Mm-hmm. If you start something really bad like Trevenant and Dustnor, you know, it's really hard to retreat, and you got to leave it in the active, but you feel like it's going to get knocked out anyways. You can get your air balloon back that you had to attach to it earlier if you know you're yeah. going to lose it or something. But that, I feel like it's super niche that. Yeah, that that's sort of my thought is that like it is interesting, right? Like especially with telescopic sights or like you said mm-hmm. air balloons. There are tools that you're like I wish I could put this on a different body. But I don't know if you care enough to play that as your stadium of choice in a deck. Yeah, I think it would be better. <laughs> I mean, it would be better if you're if it was your opponent's thing cuz then you compare it with like Marnie or Stamp. Um and I'll just do this next one and then you can take the next few after that. It's a single strike scroll. It basically is a scroll for string single strike. That's uh, a tool for fighting metal, metal, colorless, colorless. You can do 300 damage if you discard all energy. Uh, Just play Zashian. Yeah, I'm like, it's... I think the only deck that you could ever see this being played in, Jake, is actually a single strike single prizer. Because you it can attach it. It has to be it. with Houndoom. Yeah, you could you could play this with Houndoom, and I think playing it in a single prizer deck that means you can use twin energy, which is crucial for this. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, a a single prizer all of a sudden coming up and doing three hundred. It doesn't matter if you discard the energy because your dude's dying anyways on the following turn if there is a following turn. So mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, maybe as a a, a one of to like either knock out or to set up a knockout on a Vmax, but. Um, yeah. G-Max one blow on Urshifu V-Max is just simply better, in yeah. my opinion. Sure, yes. you're doing 30 less damage, but it's just simply better, I think, overall. Jake, do you want to take it uh, all the way till the, uh, the that stadium that we were hinting at? So Snow Leaf Badge, it's another evolution uh, uh, attachment card. What's a, what's a, what am I thinking? Tool, Tool card. card. <laughs> That's the word. It's Glaceon and Leafeon. It, if this Pokemon is attached to Glaceon or Leafeon, it has no retreat cost or weakness. Mm-hmm. If you're like building specifically Leafeon VMAX or Glaceon VMAX, I know I think Celios Network has been really thinking about like grass box decks with Leafeon V and VMAX because of Leafeon V's ability. Um, I think you would play it in there, but I just don't know how like Air Balloon's just like not better. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the ability to turn off weakness is big um, because it would be different if like it would be different. It's good for Glaceon, right? Because like mm-hmm. metal decks are running yes, around. Exactly. But with Leafeon, I, I don't see it because fire decks are not prevalent. Yeah, I mean, we are losing. I will say we are losing weakness guard energy to rotation. Mm-hmm. So um, until another weakness preventing card exists. Um, that is easy to play in these decks, you know, in these very specific decks, like fine, but yeah, there's not going to be very many fire decks. So Leafeon's not really going to need it. Glaceon's probably okay, but like Glaceon VMAX already has the thing if it can't be attacked by other VMAXs. So I guess in Glaceon VMAX, 
you would put this on to stop Zossian, which is not a VMAX, which can still hit through Glaceon VMAX. You put it in there. But outside of that, uh, they're just, they're interesting, but very limited. The Spirit Mask as well. I don't know if it's super great, but I think it's kind of cool and it's kind of niche. It's a tool card as well. If this Pokemon this attached to is in the active spot and damaged by an attack from your opponent's attack, even being knocked out, your opponent chooses a card from their hand and discards it. Doesn't say your opponent... I don't know if this is like a random card or if you get to look at their hand and choose the card. It says your opponent But I think if it was choose, it would say like your opponent reveals their hand and then you discard a card. Yeah, it says your opponent chooses, so... The person your oh, opponent it says your opponent chooses. I'm sorry, I yeah. can't. I can't read. <laughs> no, yeah. So they get to pick, but it's still annoying, right? Because like, mm-hmm. you know, it's a control. It's a control specific card. Yeah, I could see this working. In um, the problem is a lot of cards now like to get cards in the discard. So it, mm-hmm. in weird ways, it might actually benefit the attacker to be like, oh, excellent, I can discard this energy, because uh, like control decks tend to play a little bit slower. And so if you're not taking knockouts, maybe energy's not getting into the trash or other things aren't getting into the trash. I think that's the problem with this card. It's like, in theory, like, oh, that's kind of interesting. Maybe you're playing a wall stall, right? And so you never get knocked out. Every turn your opponent attacks, they have to discard a card. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But Sean, I know you've been excited about this next card, this stadium. Let's go over it. Okay, rock and roll, Jake. You, uh, you, you can, you can talk, talk through. Oh, this. you want me to? Oh, yeah, I was, yeah. I was trying to get you to do it, but oh. I'll do it. Okay. Once during your player's turn, that player may search for a basic lightning, or uh, that's dragon, right? Yes. N is dragon. Yes, N is dragon. Dragon. I don't know why it's N. Well, D is dark, but like, oh gosh, it's so weird. <laughs> dragon Pokemon and put it onto their bench. Then that player shuffles their deck. This is basically Brooklet Hill for anyone that doesn't or that may remember Brooklet Hill for fighting and rock type Pokemon. I believe you can just put a basic down on your bench. Very, very good. Brooklet Hill was very good during its tenure. I think especially because we're getting dragon Pokemon around and with Flaffy. I, I agree with Sean. I think this is just the stadium of choice that you play and requires a VMAX. Yep. Yeah. I, there's no reason not to play. To, there's no reason to play any other stadium. Because the minus 30 damage, it's like, it doesn't matter. And and this is just like, a, it's a consistency card for you to mm-hmm. find Rayquaza or the pre-evolution to Flaffy. Um, and, and it's Mary. like, yeah, yeah you, you can play Mareeps, you can play Rayquazas, you can do it once per turn. Um, now, the only negative with this card is that it's kind of like Welder in that whenever you see the mirror, you're like, you're kind of playing a game of chicken. <laughs> Yeah, it's like Giant Hearth. Yeah, Giant Hearth. That's it. Yeah. It's like Giant Hearth where it's like you get into this game of chicken where, you know, if lightning or dragon decks are more prevalent, uh, whether it's Rayquaza or any other one, um, it's going to benefit your opponent too. So that's the only thing. But, you know, uh, odds are the first person who puts this down, that means that all of the stormy ranges in everyone's decks are now like dead cards because you can't even play them. You can't. You just have to discard them. It'll be a lot less more or it'll be a lot less of a game uh, like it'll be a lot less of a game of chicken with like um, Marshadow around before Mm -hmm. rotation. 
for like two weeks because you you have that and then similar to what kind of people are doing right now you know if if you have a stadium that also helps your opponent but you don't have any reason to use marshadow maybe you're playing like a mirror mm-hmm. um you could just use marshadow to get rid of that stadium after you use it yeah that's true you could put it down throw down marshadow but yeah after rotation this will definitely it's a gr- good card but you know use it wisely <laughs> Yeah, you gotta you gotta be careful. You gotta be careful. Swap cup, switch a card from your hand with the top of your deck. Oranguru as item. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just guru, but an item. I mean, people aren't even playing guru right now, so does it really matter that much, Sean? I don't know. I mean, there there could be situations where this is good. The same way with with a Ranguru, right? But I don't mm-hmm. think this will be played because. This is a trainer that you use and it's gone forever. I just think a Rangaroo is better if you if you need this strategy. Um, so, because it, it's not even like Judge Whistle where it's just like draw the top card of your deck. People play Judge Whistle because it basically turned their deck into a 56 card deck rather than a 60 card deck. This yeah. doesn't do that. You don't draw, you just swap. So it's like, okay. You just replace. Mind. Exactly. I, really- I will say though, Sean, yes. if you want to talk about this next one, I like this card. I agree with you. This, to me, this is going to be at least a two of in a lot of decks that do almost Oko damage. And I'm even looking at, like, you know, Rayquaza VMAX could play this. I think, um, depending on I the think build. I think Ice Rider could maybe play this as well with that, the quick shooting Inteleons. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, you get quick shooting Inteleon, Ice Rider, you... You get them down to low HP. What it does, I'll actually talk about what it does. Switch one of your opponent's benched Pokemon with 50 HP or less with their active. It is literally, it's called Toy Catcher. And I think the reason there is that like, you know, thematically they're talking about like you're swapping out a a baby Pokemon, like something that's really low HP to start with. But in reality, it is, I you know, I, I you could have called it Mercy Kill, right? Which is... <laughs> Basically, like, switch out the Pokemon you couldn't kill on the last turn with the active. And, you know, between this boss's order, the Zorark with, like, Bloodthirsty, or, or whatever the um card VMAX or V with, with Bloodthirsty Eyes, basically. Umbreon. Umbreon, yes. Between that, there's going to be a lot more... um Fion. Yeah, and, and then, well, Fion, but Fion is uh, your opponent chooses, so it's like... Yeah, Fion's a little different, but, like, it's still, like, switch cards that put your opponent in yeah. cheeky, cheeky situations. But, like, I like this card not only because of that, but because we've talked about a lot of different damage modifier cards mm-hmm. as of right now. There's a, lo- like, there's a lot of these cards, you know, we saw, like, the Rough Seas reprint. We saw the... Um, which which card? There was a card that prevented like twenty damage, or whatever mm-hmm. yeah, from the, the helmet. Your Pokemon, things like that. The the lucky popsicle, mm-hmm. you know, even that as well. I think that this does a good job fitting with the set. Maybe not so much the meta, um, but I think with all the different, you know, little health modifiers that are around, I think that this is fine. And then also with the quick shooting Inteleon, like I mentioned. Like this combos well with that because if you don't one shot something like Ice Rider Calyrex, usually you can use the the quick shootings to put a lot of pressure on, and that could help you do like a old switcheroo type thing. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, 
I I just I really like this because it's free it's free gust on a Pokemon that you need to kill. So yeah, if you're running a deck that doesn't have any bench snipe, um, like Urshifu doesn't need this just straight up. Um, but you know, other decks could Urshifu certainly... would only need it if there was a bench barrier in format. Yeah, well, yes, yeah. But, like, Bench Barrier is 60 HP, so unless you've done at least 10 damage to it, right? Well, I was saying, like, because with Urshifu, a lot of times you're, like, you're 120, 150, mm -hmm. so, like, 270, maybe a little bit of something else on top of that, you know, with the two attacks mm -hmm. from Urshifu. So, like, if you've got something with 270 on it, you know, 320 yeah. is pretty much in range for a lot of the VMAXs. That's 50. You know, that's a, that's a gust up to yeah. take three prizes, especially with Bench Barrier around. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. I see what you mean there. Um, yeah, I just, I really like the card. Um, I think the last two, we have Zinnia's Resolve. Uh, discard two cards from your hand to play the card. And then you draw one for each of your opponent's Pokemon in play. Um, this is kind of like a, a reimagined um, Erica's Hospitality. Mm -hmm. um, it just has slightly different uh, qualifiers, which I, you know, I don't dislike this because, you know, there are some times, like we said, that you want to discard cards. But, like, you know, if you can discard and then draw six, discard two, draw six, that's, like, really good. Um, better than a professor's research, I would argue. So you might start seeing some Zinnia's resolves in, in decks, but uh, obviously the problem with the card is it's too reliant on your opponent doing, like having a specific board state. And like, you may just have turns where your opponent only has three Pokemon and you're like, I don't want to discard two, draw three. That sucks. So Yeah, I mean, I think, I think that this is like a one of. I think Zinnia's Resolve is a one of, you know, you, like you said, you combo this with things that you maybe want to discard and decks of things that you do want to discard, but you are, it's more of like a late game thing, you know, when the game is developed and the benches have developed, there's a lot of decks right now that just fill up their bench. Mm -hmm. There's, there's a lot of bench stuff in this format, especially with the additions of the Inteleons and things like that. I keep saying the Inteleons. I, yeah. I don't know how many... <laughs> Somebody count how many times I've said it today, but I think that this is pretty all right. And plus, like if Eternatus is still around, right, when this set drops, you know, this is a good this is a good counter to Eternatus as yeah. or I shouldn't say counter. It's like a good way to help that matchup because yeah. you're just going to draw so many cards. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I, I, I like this card, but not enough to make it like a four of it's more like a one or two at max. Yeah, I, I would agree. It, you put it in there because maybe it's sometimes that's what exactly what you need. You don't need to discard your whole hand, and you need to draw a decent number of cards, and boom, Xenia's Resolve, pretty good, pretty good. Yeah. Treasure Energy, the uh, special energy in this set, if you, if you took this card as a face-down prize card during your turn, face-down, before you put it into your hand, you may attach it to one of your Pokemon. It provides a colorless energy kind of cool interaction sean we've seen these these uh prize card cards with dream ball mm -hmm. now treasure energy that kind of think it makes you think about playing around with prizes more you know yeah. especially because we have peony in the format i think that this card is cool i like what they've done like overall now that we've talked about this for two weeks mm -hmm. you know we've discussed essentially two hours of this set 
of theory crafting and like mm. cards and stuff. I think this set is a really good set in terms of like introducing ideas and giving you like combos alongside those new ideas. Like it's not just a yeah. one thing that's come out, you know, like with the prize card manipulation, there's two cards in the set mm -hmm. and there's one card recently from a previous set that like give that expansion of the idea. Um, so I, I think that's really, really cool for like creatures to do that, have things that like mesh well together. I also think that they've done a good job at creating both cards and new supporters that make more supporters viable in the format because for a very long time, it was like, what supporters are you playing? Well, research Marnie Boss. Why would I play anything else, right? Mm -hmm. And with these cards, to your point about Peonia, you've got cards that interact with it that maybe Peonia is the right card. Not in every deck, but in some decks. You've got Raihan, another great card that it's like, you know, maybe I don't need to play for Marnie or whatever. Um, Zinnia's Resolve is kind of another one where I think mixing up the supporter line, that's one thing that you'll see in um, especially especially expanded decks, you almost never see a four of supporter line in an expanded deck because they, there's just so many good supporters that you're like, no, I will just play. And plus what you have things like yeah. Versus Seeker, which yeah. allows you to get it right away. You have Tapu Lele, which allows you to just find it in your deck. Man, I wish for a Tapu Lele reprint, to be honest, Sean. You know, I actually think that we'll probably be getting a supporter search reprint soon. Um, that would not surprise me just because, and maybe it has been announced and I'm not remembering it, but the reason I say that Jake is that it's just, it's a mechanic that's been around in some form in Pokemon for so long that it has, it's bound to come back soon because we've been without supporter search, whether from the discard or the deck for too long now. Uh, well, Eldegoss. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Yeah. We have Eldegoss, but I don't we know. Need it I from just the think, deck. I just, man, I just want Lele. Lele was such a cool card. Yeah. When it's it was around, when I was playing in those retro tournaments and using Lele, it was such a cool card. But there are some other cool cards in here, Sean. There are the Seeker Rares as well. I'm just going to go over. There's three shiny Pokemon Secret Rares. So every set now in like Sword and Shield, they've got like some shiny Pokemon cards, whether that's like Octillery, Berserker, um, Snorlax as of recent. Um, there's three of the Pokemon now, one of them being the quick shooting Inteleon. So there's another Inteleon mm. right there that I'm going to mention. Sean, before Damn. we finish, I gave you the question last week and we, I forgot to ask you, I forgot to follow up on that. What is your favorite card in this set? Whether that's like card design, playability, maybe it's your favorite Pokemon getting a card, you know, what, what's your, what's your favorite card in this set? Uh, I mean, Oh, this is a tough one. Uh, I mean, I probably, this card, this Umbreon, not for playability. It's just the artwork is so good. It's just mm -hmm. the colors are gorgeous. I really like this. It's hard to go wrong with a lot of the full arts in the set. Yeah. I mean, the Sylveon, also gorgeous. Um, like, I think Umbreon has probably one of the best art combos with the V and the V Max because the mm -hmm. alternate art Umbreon V is also really, really good in my opinion, with it standing on like the blocks and stuff and like being intimidating towards all the other Pokemon. If you see here on YouTube, mm -hmm. the single strike Umbreon. Um, but I think probably my favorite card surprisingly is Glaceon V alternate art. 
I just, so if you don't know Glaceon V alternate art as Sean's pulling up, it's sitting on a bench or like laying down on a bench in the snow. I don't know why this just gives me like, I, Glaceon is not even like probably, it's probably not even in my like top four favorite evolutions, but there's so there's something about this card that gives me just like a lot of serotonin mm -hmm. and like a lot of warmth in my heart. I yeah. don't know. I mean, obviously, the cards that, that we both love from the set are, like, the things that made EV Heroes such a good set. Mm -hmm. And, like, yeah, I, I just... If this if this set is as um, sought after in whatever form, it'll be because of the EV Heroes cards um, from a collector standpoint. Now, I, I'll like, just say... Not only that, Rayquaza VMAX as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that as well. But I don't know. Like, it, the problem, though, with this is, you know... People were pointing out like these cards will not be worth as much as the EV Heroes ones because the West prints way more. So, you know, get the cards, pick them up if you love them. But if you don't need them right away, wait a month and then the prices will come down and then you'll be big chilling. Yeah, I think I think you're just better off buying singles of this set. I think yeah. products just going to be impossible. And so you might as well you might as well save yourself some time and money and just get the cards that you want. Mm -hmm. But uh, Sean, that is going to wrap up bam. the two, <laughs> the two part episode basically of evolving skies. I yeah. think this is going to be a cool set. I'm excited for it to release, probably talk more about the meta. Um, I think it like it releases like right when rotation happens. Yeah. Right. Cause it got pushed back a little, like, cause the release got pushed back a little bit. So now it's the, the fourth Friday of, of August, August 28th. You know what I think we can do? Sorry, 27th. Jay? I'll, I'll signal here. I think what we can do is maybe a post rotation discussion. Mm -hmm. Um, we'll, we'll talk about this offline, like how we want to do that. But I think that that feels right. Cause, um, a big post rotation discussion, a lot of people have been playing, post rotation for a long time i mean yeah pablo has been doing it for since before battle styles which i think we i said on the pod before i'm like seems a bit premature you have no idea what's going to be coming out in the next two sets but, i mean that's what but, that's what people are interested in right that's people true. are interested in the next thing and trying to get ahead of the next thing and trying to be the first to create ideas and things like that and concepts but yeah, I think now is the right time to talk about it. And uh, yeah, maybe that's what we should talk about next. But uh, I'll, we'll, we'll discuss that after, see what you feel. But either way, have a great rest of the day. Thank you so much for listening and watching. And we'll see you on the next pod.